Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Diary of a Balkan Kid podcast. As always, I'm your host, Amir Serkovic, and welcome to my diary. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope everything's going okay for you. I got to tell you right now, I'm literally like riding a high. I'm, I'm, I'm so stoked right now because I finally got to do something that I've been planning and waiting on doing for so long, and that is backcountry snowboarding. For years, I've always seen videos and other people doing it, and always you hear like in snowboarding, like there's nothing like backcountry snowboarding, like snowboarding and powder like that. And it was, it was honestly a dream come true. The first time I went out was a couple days ago, and here I am, ignorant as hell. I think that like my skills on trails, like on regular ski mountains. I mean, we always go to like Vermont and New Hampshire, and I think I thought that was gonna translate to backcountry, and that was so freaking wrong, so wrong. I got to the top, I get my GoPro out, and I'm like, "All right, here we go. It's time. Let's get some sick shots. You know, I'm gonna put together a sick video." Little did I know, dude, it's it's a whole different ball game. You know, when you're in that deep of snow and it was wet and heavy, it was it was insane. I was literally tumbling like halfway down. Half the time I was just tumbling. I didn't know if I was on my head or my ass. But I remember as I was falling and struggling, literally like when you fall in that snow, three feet of snow and it's wet and heavy, it's a mission to get back up. I remember just being out of breath and like snow was getting everywhere and just thinking to myself, like, man, I'm really getting my ass kicked. And I and I was enjoying that moment. Because it's been a while. It's been a while since I've really gotten my ass kicked like that. You know, I can't even remember the last time it was. But I remember just being in that moment. Everybody's waiting for me at the bottom of the mountain. Just watching me struggle and thinking, like, man, this is, this is awesome. Because I got something new to learn. Like a new challenge, you know. I challenge accepted. In that moment, I accepted the challenge. And I was like, okay, this is it. I suck right now. I can't wait to get back out. And the reason why I'm so stoked right now is because I went back out today, you know, a couple days after that moment. And and it hit me, you know, like I, I finally got the hang of it, you know, putting all the weight on the back foot. I adjusted my bindings a little bit and it was just amazing. You know, I felt like I was freaking surfing. The snow was dry and light and it was just the most amazing experience. But the reason why I want to talk about it is because Oftentimes in life, we get knocked on our ass and we get discouraged, you know, but you got to see that as opportunities to get better. And and I I saw that in that moment today. I'm just so hyped because it just paid off. I thought it was going to take longer than this. And honestly, like there's still so much more learning to do, not only just snowboarding, but learning about conditions, learning about the mountain, learning about, you know, avalanche conditions, everything. But it, it, it paid off, you know, like just just keep going forward, keep going forward, and it paid off. I had the most amazing experience today. And it's 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 even it's made even better when you're snowboarding after you just hike two two hours up the mountain. Like the amount of effort that you put in, everything just pays off on the way down. You know, you don't even think about it. You know, like, oh I just hiked up two hours to ski ten minutes down at most. But it's like you don't even think about it, you know, because you're just having so much damn fun. But I, that, that's really it, you know, I just want to, to give a little prelude to the episode, tell you what's going on in my life, and that's, that's all, you know, just been snowboarding, I can't wait, you know, it's going to be a very long winter of going on some sick hikes and snowboarding down, so I'm looking forward to it. But today's episode, as you can tell from the, the title, is called Mr. Lonely, and I use that on purpose, you know, I use it on purpose to draw you guys in, you know, to get you to listen to the episode, because you think it's going to be some kind of sad, depressing thing about me talking about how I'm so sad and lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely, you know, I got nobody, but 
to be quite honest, it's the opposite. And I know that it would probably be more interesting if that was the case, but listen, listen here, guys, I'm I'm sorry, but in this episode, I'm going to be advocating to spend some time alone with yourself. So I'm going to go ahead and get into the entry right now. This is called Mr. Lonely. One who fails to understand himself is subject to a lifetime of loneliness. Now this entry was born on a recent trip of mine. And what this trip consisted of, it was a solo hike that I did. It was I spent two nights up in the mountains of Montenegro. And it was honestly an amazing, amazing experience. I walked about, I hiked about 20 kilometers up. And this, this cabin that I stayed in had had no electricity, it had no running water, and of course there was no internet, you know, I couldn't pick up the phone and call anybody, like there was nothing, it was just me. I would wake up early in the morning, watch the sunrise, then go drink a coffee, pack my things, go hike all day till sunset, which is early, you know, it's wintertime, sunset was at 4 o'clock. So from 4 o'clock till 10 o'clock, I was sitting alone in this room, by the fire, with nothing, you know what I mean, like, it was literally just me in this room, and I don't think I've ever been, or I don't think I've ever spent that much time alone with myself, free from any distractions, yes, I'm not gonna lie, I had a book, but, like, okay, I I read a book for a couple hours a night, okay, there's, there's my, there's my excuse, but for real, like, I've never spent, like, when was the last time you spent two freaking days alone with yourself, free from any distractions, like, you had, you had nothing, no TV, none of that, no internet, nothing, nobody to talk to, just you and your thoughts alone, probably never, right, even when I went on my hikes, you know, I was hiking these, the most beautiful mountains right on the border of Kosovo and Albania, and I saw nobody, I, ha- I didn't even hear, like, a jeep or a quad or, or nothing, you know, when I was out there, it was insane, and through that trip, I started realizing that, this this alone time that I spent with myself had, had so many benefits. And now you're probably wondering, how can doing that have any benefits? You know, why would that have any benefits? Well, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about it. That's why we're here, right? Now, I'm sorry to state the obvious here, guys. You know, we, we all know this, but in today's world, we're, we're more connected than ever. But unfortunately, we're more connected to the world and less connected to ourselves. Just just think about it for a second. One is more likely to understand the ins and outs of a conflict in some faraway land than he is to have a grip on the conflict going on inside of his own head. It, it, it's honestly insane, and it, and it makes me wonder, why is that? Why can you spit out a nuanced argument about the plight of some minority group in Southeast Asia, who their oppressor is, why are they oppressed, what exactly can I do to help them? But you can't tell me why you can't fall asleep at night. You know, where's the nuance argument there? Who is your oppressor? What can you do to help yourself? I just think it's ironic today. Like, the more connected we are to the world as far as the information that we have, the connections that we have, how many people we can talk to in, in a day, it seems as the, the more we are connected to the world, the less we are connected to ourselves. And I'm not speaking to anybody in particular here. I'm speaking to, to everyone. I'm speaking to myself too. Because I, I, I oftentimes think I know too much information myself and it's useless information. You know, like I don't need to know what political demonstrations are going on in Chile or Argentina or something like that. 
I need to have myself figured out. I need information about myself. And the only way to get that is to really try to gain an understanding of myself. You know, I was just thinking to myself, what if what if you could wake up every morning and have an article like that just explains, you know, what your emotions are and how you're feeling and and everything like that, what you want to accomplish today and in your life, what your goals are. Like, wouldn't that be kind of nice? And then it hit me like, okay, like, I guess a horoscope is the closest thing. Like, I always think those things are bullshit, you know, I, but I guess now I can understand why it appeals to so many people. But what I'm really trying to say is that we have all this information and we know all this information, but we know so little about ourselves. Like, we have a better understanding of what our favorite celebrities are going through, their emotions, what they're up to, than we do about ourselves. Today we know everything, right? We have all the information. We're so damn smart. But we lack an understanding of ourselves. And it's no surprise though. Like what everything I've set up to this point like shouldn't surprise you. How could you have an understanding of yourself if you never spend any time with yourself? And I don't and I'm not talking about the the hour you spent when you were locked outside your house and your phone was dead. The hour you spent alone to yourself then. I'm talking about intentional time spent alone, free from distractions. I think a better way to put it is this way. We all know that a healthy relationship, what it needs to survive. It needs an understanding between partners and communication, right? What, not only what it needs to survive, what it needs to thrive. Now, what if I told you every time my partner tried to speak to me, I turned my back on them. I pulled my phone out. I turned the TV on. I put the radio on. I put a podcast on. And I did everything I could possibly do to get them to shut up. Just to get them to stop talking. Do you think this is a healthy relationship? Do you think this relationship will be successful? Do you think this relationship will thrive? Of course not. So how can we treat the relationship with ourselves the same way? Every time the man upstairs starts talking, we do anything that we can possibly do. We go to any extent to get it to shut up. We turn the TV on, we go on our cell phone, we do whatever we can do. And then we double back and wonder, why are we so depressed? Why do we feel so lonely? Why do we have so much stress and anxiety? One who fails to understand himself is subject to a lifetime of loneliness. And honestly, I I don't blame you for never taking the time, if you haven't, to really just spend some time with yourself free from distractions. I don't blame you. Because today, it's it's not normal today, you know what I mean? If somebody hits you up, and they're like, yo, let's go get some burgers. And you're like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm going for a walk in the woods. I just want to be alone and, you know, spend some time with myself and just figure some things out. They're like, yo, what is, what's wrong with this guy? You know, what's, what's up with this guy? It's just not normal. I know for a fact that this, this behavior is abnormal because... I can see it in the faces of my family, you know, when I tell them that I'm I'm going for a hike solo up in the mountains for a couple days. I can literally see how they're looking at me. And it's not only my family. Like, I get odd messages on Instagram like, yo, are you alone? Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm trying to spend some time with myself, you know. But the way that, that people who look at it that way, you know, who have that, that, that view on spending time alone, the way that they excuse it is like they see this 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 these things that I'm doing they excuse it as some kind of some kind of thrill seeking mission and it just kills me cuz it's literally the furthest thing from that like when i go on these hikes solo hikes 
It's 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 literally meditation. It's a methodical process where I where I learn and or where I gain an understanding of myself and I reinforce the power that is me. Every decision is made by me. Every price is paid by me. Not enough food? Starve. Lose track of time? Freeze. Get lost? Die. There's no one to call, there's nobody to blame. My life is entirely in my hands and I and I find that empowering. You know, after all, if you cannot rely on yourself, then who can you rely on? And of course it's more obvious in the case of hiking. But this applies to everyday life. You know, you have to be able to rely on yourself and you have to have that that confidence that you can rely on yourself. When you have that understanding of your capabilities and you know what you can do, then you rely on yourself. But I feel like today in this connected environment, we've we've lost that. You know, we've lost that sense of self and the self-reliance. We let our problems consume us, hoping, hoping that just somebody can help us out. We reach out to social media. We reach out to our friends and family, which is all great. Don't get me wrong. That's all great. Like, if you need help, ask for it. Like, that's that, that's something you should always do. But don't cry wolf every time something pops up in your life that you, you think you cannot handle because you really don't understand your capabilities. Like, when when I ask for help from my family, they know it's serious. You know what I mean? Like, they know I really need help. It's not like, yo, I'm a little low on money. I need 50 bucks. It's like, yo, I need your hand now or else, like, bad things are going to happen. And I feel like that's the way it should be. Like, when you ask somebody for help, like, they know it's like, yo, you really need help. Not because you're being lazy. And I apologize for the harshness of my tone, but don't, I'm just passionate about this, you know, because n- most of us don't realize our own power, how much that we can do on our own. And yes, of course, there are things that arise that are just truly out of your power, you know, that you, you can't change. But most of the things, there's always something that you can do. But a lot of time we don't do anything because we don't have that understanding of ourselves and we never have realized that power that we have to solve these problems on our own. And not only does being alone give you the opportunity to to learn about the power that you have, it also gives you the opportunity to really just be with your thoughts. Because out in the wilderness, there, there are no distractions. You know, there's nothing you can do to run from yourself. When I'm out there, I roam hills, valleys, forests, conquering my thoughts. And I'm telling you, with each step, I feel my mind coming closer to me. And I find that this is so important because... When we take the time to figure out what's going on up there and we stop ignoring all of our problems, this is what relieves stress and anxiety. Like, I know it's stressful to think about all the problems that you have, but it pays dividends. Jeff Bezos actually has a great quote about this that that I think when I heard it, I was like, man, that makes a lot of sense. And he said, stress comes from ignoring things that shouldn't be ignored. And it's really just that simple. Like when you, we, we all do this, you know, like we all do this. We know something that we have to address, whether it's something you have to tell somebody or something that you have to do, some kind of obligation. When you ignore it, it becomes more stressful. Like it's better to just, uh, just attack it, you know, that way you don't have the stress. Yes, it's easier to ignore it, but we all know that doesn't work. The Roman philosopher Seneca puts it, perfectly like he explains it perfectly we are more often frightened than hurt 
and we suffer more in imagination than in reality. Man, when I first read that quote, I was like, my goodness. This is so true. It's so true. Like, I can't even explain to you how many problems that I've had in my life where you stay up tossing and turning, thinking about every possible situation, but you know that there's literally nothing that you can do. You know, like the consequence is going to happen. And when the consequence comes, it's not even that bad. So we suffered more in imagination. You know, I suffered more tossing and turning, sleepless nights, all that stress weighing every possible outcome than in reality. And that makes me wonder, like, what's the point of it? You know, what's the point of just going through all that suffering when you don't have to? You know, you're going through that suffering on top of the consequence that you're already going to have to face. So it's like, what? what's the point? Just drop it. You know, if you if you can't have an effect on something, then just drop it. And the same idea of dropping it applies to everybody listening right now, thinking that this is all a load of BS because you already are an overthinker. Why the heck would I also need additional alone time to overthink things even more? But the truth is, are you really an overthinker or are you just not thinking efficiently? Because when I was out on the trail, I realized my own thought pattern. And it was a thought pattern that I always, always had. It's just this loop. Right, you have a certain situation in your life and it's you it's stressful and you're trying to figure out a way to get out of it and you're weighing out the options or you, you know there's no way out of it and you're just stressing about it and you're still trying to weigh out the options. But when you have distractions around you and you're not thinking efficiently, you go through the loop once, right? You spend half an hour laying in your bed staring at the ceiling, "Oh my god, the world's ending." And then you pick up your phone, you get distracted for a little bit. And then next thing you know, you put your phone down because you're back in the loop and you're going through thinking the same thoughts that you already thought. So of course you're going to think you're an overthinker. But when I was out there alone and I had no distractions, you know, and I could think efficiently, I had that thought pattern was going on. And I was like, wait a second. Here, this is it. You know, there's nothing I can do or this is my decision and that's it. Just drop it. And once you, once you start to figure that out, that you can just drop things like that, and when the thought comes back into your head, you're like, no, I've already thought about this, I'm dropping it. And that's exactly why I'm advocating alone time free from distraction. It's because I would have never even realized that thought pattern if I never took that time. That's exactly what I'm getting at. There are so many benefits to having some alone time. There's so many benefits. Like, you got to figure yourself out. You got to realize these thought patterns. You got to take control of the situation and realize your own power. And in the moment, the moment where like this, this whole premise, this whole idea came to me, you know, of like alone time is good. When I was out there on top, literally standing on top of a mountain on this mountain, it's called Tromeja, which I mean, roughly translates to the meeting point of three things because it was literally right in the center of the border of Montenegro, Albania, and Kosovo, I'm sitting at the top of this mountain. I'm just thinking to myself, this is absolutely incredible. I was filled with adrenaline, and I just felt so alive. But that wasn't it. You know, I I felt powerful because I realized that I can rely on myself. And I felt centered because I was had the time to figure my thoughts out. And it was just, just an amazing all-around experience. And I just want to suggest it for every single one of you. 
Like, yeah, of course, you don't have to go hike a damn mountain. Like, that's not what you have to do. But where those good feelings came from wasn't because I hiked a mountain. It's because I had some time alone. That's where all this these positive things came from. Like, if I hiked that mountain listening to a podcast going up this whole, the whole time and I had internet and I was on Instagram, like, none of this would have happened. Right? None of this. So please do yourself a favor. I promise, I promise, I promise you will not regret it. There's so many things you have to gain from just spending some time alone with yourself, free from distractions. Go for a walk, go for a hike, go for a run. Do whatever you have to do. Go work in your garden, like whatever, whatever it is. I find that when you're doing something, it's better, you know, because if you're just sitting on the couch alone, like that's just, I don't think that's going to (laughs) work, you know, like you kind of go crazy, but try it out. Try it out, please. And it's not something that you can just do once. You know, I can't just go hiking a mountain for a couple days and and uh, think that this is going to last for the rest of my life. Like, no, it's something that you have to continue doing. But you got to take the first step. So check it out. Try it out. Let me know what, Let me know what you think or how you feel about it, how it makes you feel. Like, I'm honestly truly interested. Like, maybe it's just me and I just wasted 20 minutes of your life. It wouldn't be the first time, right? <laughs> But either way, guys, thank you so much for listening. I love all you guys. And take it easy until next time. Peace.